Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. I'm Tony and I'm your host. Today is episode 172 of the podcast, where I sit down to talk about the truth, your feelings, and why this matters. The truth, your feelings, and why this matters. Um, There's been some things that I've been thinking about lately as it pertains to the truth and how often or kind of rather how infrequently I check in the truth with my feelings. So we're going to dive into that and so much more. If you could do me a favor, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify. And if you haven't done it, share this episode with a friend, maybe somebody who you know is in their feelings. That's kind of what we're going to talk about today, being in our feelings and as it pertains to the truth. I um, love to give disciple-making tweets, and on Thursday, I shared a disciple-making tweet about this idea, feelings. Let me read it to you. If you have, don't follow me yet on Twitter, on Instagram, it's at TWMilt, at TWMilt. I drop some wisdom there, or try to drop some wisdom there at least once a week, and here's what I, here's what I tweeted. Your feelings are real. The narrative you tell yourself around them may not be. Your feelings are real, but the narrative you tell yourself around them may not be. Here are some example narratives. I'm the worst parent. My boss hates me. I'm a failure. And all of us have felt, lived, or heard these things before, right? And, and here's the thing. There are real feelings behind these. It could be a fear of disappointment. It could be a fear of guilt or shame or failure or all of these fear. The fear is real but the narrative is not. You're not really the worst parent. You're not really someone who your boss hates. You're not really the worst person in the world or a failure, right? The narrative may not be real. The feelings are valid. The feelings are real, but the narrative may not be. So what does this have to do with scripture and the truth? Well, there's a really interesting part of scripture in John 8, Right in John 8, we get to this verse, and you've probably heard it before, where Jesus says this. Jesus says this, chapter 8, verse 32 of the Gospel of John, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So let's back up, because one of the things that um, Jesus is talking about in this particular verse is the dispute over opponents and who believes in Jesus, right? And so verse 31 says, to the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Verse 32, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Verse 33, they, then they answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and we have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be free Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Okay, so now let's unpack that a little bit as it pertains to this idea about feelings and narratives. And one of the things I hear people talk about all the time is this idea about my truth. You know, I've got my truth, you've got your truth. I'm sure you've heard somebody say it before. But here is the problem, is that if we all have our version of the truth, then there is no real truth. 
If we all have our version of the truth, then there is no real truth. Instead, what ends up happening is I've just got my feelings and the narrative I tell myself around the feelings. Now, your feelings are true. You are feeling them. But the narrative, the story that we tell ourselves around them is not. So that means that we have to get to one common place, which is one real truth. And that is Jesus, right? Look at verse 31 again. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Friends, listen to this very carefully. If you hold to my teaching, that's Jesus telling us that if we hold to his teaching, then you really are his disciples. And if you are his disciples, you will know the truth and the truth is will set you free. That means that if we can get outside of ourselves and stop believing the narrative in our head and start believing what Jesus teaches, grace, hope, love, peace, if we can start getting to the, the truth, the fullness of life with Christ, then we'll be free. But what are we going to be free from? Well, he goes on to say that we'll be set free from sin. So think about it this way. Christ wants us to have fullness of life with him. He wants us to in, inherit his promises, right, on earth as it is in heaven. And yet when we hold on to the narratives that come from us, we always end up stuck. You're stuck in a rut. You're stuck in self-limiting beliefs. You're stuck in a life that doesn't allow you to have the fullness of life with Christ that Christ has promised us. Because what happens is we end up uh, slaves to sin. I'm slaves to my negative self-talk. I'm slaves to the doubt. I'm slaves to the lies that my own brain is telling me about me. Here's a great example. I, I, I love coaching youth sports. And I get to coach my middle son, Caleb. He's 12. He's fantastic. And sometimes Caleb really beats himself up about baseball. Now watch how this works, because I guarantee it happens in your life just like this. Caleb begins to beat himself up about baseball, and he starts to tell himself he's the worst baseball player in the world. He's horrible. I've, I've even seen him walk off the field and say, Dad, I'm horrible. Well, the, he's feeling angry. He's feeling disappointed. He's feeling beaten. That's absolutely real. Those feelings are real. The narrative is, I'm horrible. I'm the worst. Friends, that's not real. He's not the he's not even the worst on our team. He's certainly not the worst in the world. He's certainly not horrible. Now watch what happens. This is what sin does, right? When we start to believe lies that the enemy tells us, believe eyes lies that the enemy plants on our own minds, what ends up happening is is it prevents us from having the fruit of the spirit. It prevents us from having joy and peace. So then the next time Caleb goes up the the bat, what do you think he does? He plays worse. He plays worse. And now he's in this weird sin and shame cycle. And the truth is, if he can hold on to Jesus, if he can hold on to something bigger than himself, if he can hold on to the reality that this isn't true, that there is one truth and that's not it, then he has the ability to step outside of himself and live a more freer life. Because 
if he can begin to realize the truth of Jesus is greater than the narrative that he's telling himself, if you and I can begin to realize that the truth of Jesus is bigger than my job or my parenting abilities or even how my marriage is going, then all of a sudden we are set free from the thoughts happening inside of our own head. I love the way Jesus says it in verse 34. Very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son, capital S, sets you free, you will be free indeed. Friends, when we realize that we are set free by the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are free indeed. We're free to act like we're free people. We're free to live a life that isn't bound by the thoughts happening even in our own brain. Man, I don't know about you, but the thoughts in my head can't often be trusted. The person in the mirror, the person staring back at me, he doesn't have a great grasp on the narrative of what's really happening in the situation. I know that sounds a little meta, But think about it like this. How many times have you thought that someone's mad at you? And you're you're like, oh man, this person hates me. This person's so mad. And then you go and talk to the person. And all of a sudden you realize they're just walking their own journey. They're just doing their own thing. They're just trying to figure out what the best thing for their own life is. You know, in a previous episode, I, I gave one of my favorite quotes If you aren't dedicated to your disciplines, you'll be destroyed by your distractions. Part of the reason why I think that daily prayer, daily scripture reading, daily time with the Lord is so important is that it gets me back to the truth. The truth that I am not God. The truth that my feelings are real, but the narrative around them may not be. The truth that there's something so much bigger and greater than what I understand. And I am not bound by what's happening in this world because I have been set free by the Son. Very truly, I tell you, Jesus says, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the, in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Indeed. You're free to act like it. You're free to be exactly who God has called you to be with all your brokenness, all your warts, all the things. You're free. And if we can begin to live like that, then anything can and will be changed. It makes a lot of sense. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's all connected. Is that when we begin to believe that we are sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, the one who has set us free, the one who has transformed us, the one who has changed everything, who took on sin so that we would not be bound by it. When we begin to really believe that, not only will our hearts change, not only will our minds change, but our actions will change too. Friends, I'm super thankful for our time together today. I hope this word helps you as it helped me I love the Gospel of John. If you've been walking with the Lord for any length of time, 
I want to encourage you, go back and read the Gospel of John. Such an emotional, heartfelt, and good reminder that there's something bigger. The Messiah, so much bigger than what's happening in your world. Hey, do me a favor, friends. Hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a rating review on iTunes or Spotify. And hey, share this episode with a friend. It goes a long way to get the word out about what God is doing in this platform. If you want to connect, I'd love to hear your feedback. The best way to hit me up is on Instagram or Twitter at TWMILT, T-W-M-I-L-T. And remember, guys, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.